Hey everybody, this is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. It's great to have you with us today. Today we're continuing our ongoing midweek teaching series on spiritual formation. I've called this series Reflections on Spiritual Formation because what we've been doing each week is, is taking sort of a, a big major concept from the world and, uh, and study of spiritual formation and then unpacking that big concept. So we've kind of been all over the map in this series, but I wanted to take a day to look at this phrase that shows up in the New Testament called the way. Before, before Christians were called Christians, they were called followers of the way. And I think that's such a beautiful phrase that continues to be a compelling uh, way for us to imagine ourselves as we pursue Christ and follow after him as we seek to live a life of spiritual formation. We're going to be looking at a few scriptures including John 14 where Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life. Before we get into the scripture or any further in today's content, would you pray with me and let's invite the Holy Spirit to be the one who teaches us and guides us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life. We thank you that the early Christians, the early followers of Christ, so identified with him in seeking to have their lives oriented around Jesus' way of living and teaching uh, that others began to describe them as followers of the way. I pray that that would be the same for us in this generation, that we would be so deeply rooted in the person of Jesus, seeking to orient our lives, our emotions, our thoughts, our patterns, our way of living around him, that we too would be identified as followers of the way of Jesus Christ. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this phrase, uh, the way, it shows up in a number of scriptures in the New Testament. It's one of the ways, as I said, that early Christians were identified as followers of Jesus. This signified that they were followers of his way of life. Jesus came bringing a kingdom. He came bringing a new way to be human. He came bringing such a, such a radical alternative uh, form of life that others saw it as its own thing. It was the way of Jesus. The first followers of Christ didn't follow Jesus because their parents did. They didn't follow Jesus because they grew up in church. They didn't follow Jesus because they were born into a quote-unquote Christian nation or because it was socially advantageous for them to be Christian. Far from it. They followed Jesus because his way of life was more compelling than any of the competing ways or philosophies or claims. They followed Jesus because there was no one else like him. This phrase shows up, like I said, several times in the New Testament. And we can see this in Acts chapter 9. This is when Saul who's yet to be converted and become Paul, but when he's persecuting the church, it says in Acts 9, verse 1, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem." Notice here that Luke doesn't even say the way of Jesus. It's just assumed there's an understanding that people who are called followers of the way or belonging to the way are men and women who have oriented their life around Jesus Christ. Later in Acts 24, this is on the other end of, of Paul's life after Saul has been converted and become the apostle Paul. 
This is um, when he is, uh, I believe, in prison um, in Israel, and he's uh, speaking in defense of his life. He says in Acts 24, verse 14, However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets. I think it's so interesting and beautiful. You know, a few chapters before that, at the beginning of the story, that the recorded story of Saul, he's calling, he's breathing out these murderous threats against followers or those belonging to the way. And here he is defending his life in Christ, saying that he has been a faithful Jew, in fact, by following the way of Jesus. And he says, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors, that's Yahweh, as a follower. And the way that I worship him is as a follower of the way, the way of Jesus. Now this, uh, this phrase, the way of Jesus, it's alluding to his life, but there's also here a connection to his teaching in John 14. John 14 is part of the series of uh, speeches that Jesus gives in the upper room and then on the way to the garden the, the night before, the evening before his crucifixion. So in John 14, at the beginning of this, this is right after Jesus has washed his disciples' feet. He says to them, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, if you really know me, excuse me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Notice how Jesus said, um, he says that I'm going to prepare a place for you and that um, you will know the way. And then Thomas says, how are we supposed to know the way? And Jesus responds with the famous verse, I am the way. So the way of Jesus is the truth and is the life. The way of Jesus is his teachings, which he gave us through the Sermon on the Mount, through his parables, through his various teachings. The way of Jesus is the example he set for us through his self-sacrificial love of laying down his life on behalf of his brothers and sisters. The way of Jesus is the way that he lived in submission to the Father, always connected through the Holy Spirit to the Word of God, to the presence of the Father, walking in complete submission and obedience. The way of Jesus are the miracles that he performed, praying for people and causing them to come to new life. Like he says uh, to John the Baptist when John says, are you the one or should we look for another? And Jesus says, you know, the blind can see, the lame are healed, and the poor have the good news of the kingdom of God preached to him. This is all the way of Jesus. And so when Thomas is saying to him, we don't know the way, what is the way? Jesus is saying, look at me, I'm the way. My whole life, everything that you've seen, everything that you've heard me say, all of the, the way that I've set an example towards life and life abundant, this is the way. You see, the way of Christ isn't because you were born into a Christian family and it's what your parents did or it's what your relatives do. 
the way of Jesus is not a tradition. We go to church on Christmas because that's what we've always done. We go, we worship on Sunday mornings because that's what we've always done. The way of Jesus is not being part of a, a collective group of people, although that's a, a component of it. At its core, to be part of the way of Jesus is to be formed into his image, to intentionally practice his way of life, which means we hear his words and we put them into action. You know, a few months ago, last year, we spent a huge chunk of the year looking at the Sermon on the Mount. And almost all of chapter 7 of Matthew, um, the Sermon on the Mount is chapters 5, 6, and 7. And almost the entire chapter 7 of the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus saying, it's not enough to hear these words. We ha- you have to be a person who bears fruit in keeping with them. In other words, you need to put them into practice and obey them. We are a people of the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's not, that's often been used as a verse about salvation, and it certainly has to do with salvation. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus um, in eternity or receives eternal life except through Christ and the cross of Christ, but it's also about the way that we as followers of Christ orient our life around him. We are followers of the way, the truth, and the life of the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus says later on in verse 10 of John 14, the words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. So Jesus is saying, when you follow my way, you're not just following my way, you're following the way of the Father. You're following the way of Yahweh, the God of Israel, the God of the whole universe. So as you think about this phrase in the context of our ongoing spiritual formation series, I want to leave you with a few questions. If you consider yourself a Christian or a Christ follower, if your identification um, is your identification as a Christian culturally motivated, in other words, are you a Christian because your parents were Christian? Are you a Christian because that's what you were born into and have always done? Or do you identify as a follower of the way of Jesus? And I think that's an important distinction for all of us who grew up in Christian homes to wrestle with. And how does the way of Jesus differ from alternative ways? There's lots of quote-unquote ways to live. Uh, we live in an age of consumer, consumerism. We live in an age of information. We live in an age of, of crazy busyness. Those are all different philosophies behind that. Those are all different ways of life. But in Christ, we are called into the way of Christ. And so how does the way of Jesus differ from alternative or competing ways? And finally, what does it mean that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? I invite you to wrestle through these questions and ponder them and think about what it means to be a follower of the way of Christ. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you have a great day. Go with God and be blessed.